The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning. Welcome back as we take time to study God's word together. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're having a great week. Hope everything's going well. And uh, we're just glad in the middle of this week you've taken time to join us for a few minutes in God's Word. We are in the book of Colossians, Colossians chapter 2, as we've been walking through this book, verse by verse, section by section, evaluating what is really a book of doctrine. As the Apostle Paul is writing to a church that he actually did not start, but a church that has got this, what is known as Gnosticism, a, a different thinking, a new doctrine, that it's false doctrine, that's working its way into this church. It's being done by people who are trying to combine legalism back in and this fake doctrine, it's eliminating, it's really bringing Jesus, it's not eliminating Jesus from their teaching, it's just it's downgrading him from deity to a good man, things of that nature, which in itself is, is falsehood. And so Paul is writing this letter to this church to help um, remind the church uh, the original foundation to remind the church of what it is that they're supposed to be trusting in. And uh, so that's what we're going to look at today. And today's a really good point in that as we evaluate just a couple verses where Paul comes back and he, he tells this church what it is that is supposed to be our grounding faith our, our and how it is we can grow in that. So in, in Colossians chapter 2, and uh, we're going to be in verse number 6 and 7. Just look at these two verses this morning. Uh, as we, as really one of the more popular verses in Colossians talking about us being rooted in Him. And uh, we're going to evaluate and unpack what that means. We're just going to kind of walk through these two verses. And really, today we're just going to break down several of the words that Apostle Paul puts in here. Because understanding these words specifically will give us an understanding of what is Paul wants to say. And I will say, especially when you get in, the Old Testament's a little different. The Old Testament... You have longer stretches of stories and things of that nature. The New Testament is unique because like today, we can look at two verses and we can spend a long period of time on it. And word studies, I think, are great. I, they're sometimes complicated. You know, sometimes training's necessary. There are some online resources and books you can get that help you walk through some of these. Uh, but I hope we understand that the wording that God used, whether it is Old or New Testament, was placed there on purpose. And so we should evaluate what it is that God stuck in the Word of God for us to help us get a better understanding of what he intended us to learn. Let's, let's go ahead and read the two verses. Colossians 2, verse 6 and 7. It says, And as ye, therefore, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. So he starts off in verse 6, and he immediately reminds them that we are to grow in our Christian life in this, where we're to grow in the same thing that we, in which we were saved. It is faith, it is our faith by grace in Jesus Christ. The same thing that brought us to salvation, that brought us to Jesus, that brought us to the recognition of what we have in Christ is the same thing that's supposed to help us grow. We often say this, the gospel for which we put our faith in for salvation is the thing that, that it sustains us for the remainder of time until whatever it is where we find ourselves in the presence of God, whether it be through the rapture or whether it be through our death, at one point we stand before God. From now to then, the same truth that brought us to Jesus is the same truth that should strengthen us and keep us established in it. So verse 6, as you have therefore received Jesus Christ, the same way in which you received 
Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. So why does he use the phrase, walk ye in him? He uses that same phrase in Ephesians. He uses it earlier in the book of Colossians. Why does he talk about that? The idea of walk ye in him is this journey. And, and, and Paul reminds us that the Christian life is a journey. The Christian life is not a, a one-time thing. The Christian life is not, I got saved one day and then everything's fine. The Christian life is it's what we call a progressive journey. It starts on the day of my salvation, but it, through the sanctification process, it goes from there. So on the day of Christ, I, I have enjoyed propitiation. God took my place. I have been justified. I'm no longer guilty of my sin through the blood of Jesus. And that brings me salvation. It is a, um, uh, it is a place of position. Jesus did it once. Not, not what I did, but Jesus did. And then from there, there's sanctification. Every day growing in Christ until we call glorification. One day when we see Jesus in our glorified bodies. So this process we're in now between salvation and that day is called sanctification, daily growth. It is the walk. Some call it the, the Christian walk. Uh, our theme verse for this podcast, uh, the Word of God, um, the Word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The idea of the lamp and light is that we have some, as we're walking, we have direction. Uh, the difference with the lamp and light, the thing we have to understand is it only gives us enough light for just what we need to see in front of us. God's not getting us ready. God's not giving us information for next year. That's coming next year. God is giving us what we need for today and for tomorrow and for wherever we are right now so that we constantly trust him. But the premise is this walk. It's that constant journey. So some simple principles we can pull from that, that it's not like I got saved and I can move on. True salvation begins this life altering, transforming change. Again, it's not me conforming to a conviction or to a culture. It's Jesus through the Holy Spirit doing a work in me that conforms me more to the image of Christ, which is done through church, through fellowship, through grouping together with other Christians, through in the Word of God for devotions, things of that nature, learning about Jesus in His Word and growing in that. That's this walk, and you can find the idea of the walk uh, in Christ. Uh, in, in many aspects of the Bible, but today he reminds us this is not one, it's not stagnant. I guess a simple thought, it's a very simple truth, but we, I've said it and we've probably heard it before. You really can't just stand still in the Christian journey. You are either going forward or you're going backwards. Uh, one man years ago when I heard this, he kind of depicted it this way. It's kind of like driving a standard transmission. Some call it a stick shift. Uh, um, if, you're, if you're not in gear moving forward, it's, you're going to be going backwards. You can't just sit in neutral. Uh, and that is the same thing in our Christian life. We can't just sit neutral. We're either growing closer to Christ or we're going backwards. And uh, you say, well, I'm in a good place right now. Well, yeah, because God brought you to that place. But if you're not allowing him to take you to the next step, you're missing out on. And here's what you're missing out on. You're just missing out on all that God has for you. You know, Satan will deceive you to say, stay here, you're comfortable. And Satan wants you to stay there. He's very fine with you being growing, you being in Christ as long as you're not growing in him, right? If you're already saved, he, just, he can't break that. But as long as you're not growing in him, he's happy. So he wants you to really make a point to, uh, to stay still. And Jesus says, listen, growing forward is where you find growth and victory and freedom and all those other things. Let's go ahead and unpack the second verse. Verse 7. How does he say? Are we going to walk in him? What are the aspects of it? Verse 7, he starts with rooted. Now, the re that word is important, and it's a simple idea. Any, it's an agricultural term that talks about the idea of anything that is strong. Any tree, 
uh, honestly, the same idea as a building. It's got a foundation. So any kind of tree is rooted. It goes deep into the ground. And so the, the plant you plant or the tree that's coming up, its health is going to be found in the type of soil that it's in. If it's bad soil, it won't grow. If, it, if it's in a place without a lot of water, without a lot of nutrients, it won't grow. It, it, so the question is, what are we rooted in? In what do we root our life? What is our beliefs rooted in? What is our identity rooted in? All these different things. If it's rooted in the world, if it's rooted in money, if it's rooted in all of these things the world has to offer, not all bad, but they can't be our source of strength. And if that's what we're rooted in, we're going we're to find ourselves struggling. So we need to be rooted. And he says, so we're rooted in him, rooted in Christ. And he goes rooted and then built up in him. Here's the thing. As I get a strong root system, then I can grow in Christ. Here's the thought. If I'm constantly moving back and forth in what I believe, I'm never really established. I, I bounce from here to here, maybe to church, or, or I bounce from here. This is what I believe. I don't know if I believe that today. You know, I like this, what this guy says. And I'm constantly changing my belief system and constantly changing who I'm following or things of that nature. Um, the Bible says we're kind of like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. That man shall not receive anything of the Lord. We're, we're not established anywhere. Uh, if we're, if we have to decide, and by the way, I'm not saying follow a man or a movement. I'm saying established in the Word of God. It's the Bible that is our source of strength, not a man, not a church, and a movement. Hopefully, we are taught by God or encouraged in that in whatever church you're in, and hopefully ours as well, that you're growing in that. But it's the Word of God that we get rooted in, and then we grow because we're rooted in Him. And if we're rooted correctly, then we can grow and be established, built up. Then he goes, we're built up, but then we're established in the faith, that we're strong. As we're rooted in the right thing, and then we're growing in that, we become established in the faith. Simply when you're first saved, there's gonna be a lot of questions, and that's why it's important to, to be in the Word of God, to begin to grow, get your questions answered, ask a lot of questions. So as you begin to find out what the Bible says about God, about Jesus, the Holy Spirit, about you, about culture, you grow in that, and, and your view of the world is not established on a preacher, but on the Word of God. And as you see that, you grow in him, and then as the world brings with it all of its chaos, you become established, established, strong, um, not because you're super spiritual, but because you have the answers in the Word of God, that you're not blown away or, or overwhelmed by the things of the world because you have the Word of God in front of us. You're rooted, strong source of strength. You're built up because of that. You're established in the faith. He's, as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. As you have been taught in the word of God, he's, and, and Paul is saying, the, the person in this church, what you've been taught is real. Don't listen to these other doctrines. Here's the simple principle. The more I grow in Christ and the more I'm in the word of God, I'm not gonna be easily swayed by the teachings of others. As I mature in Christ, I can listen to somebody who would be a false teacher, and I'm not gonna be swayed by them because I'm, I'm not as concerned about where they're wrong. I just recognize their teaching is wrong because it doesn't follow the word of God. I can recognize that. And then I grow in that. He says, I grew up in thanksgiving. I find maturity. I find maturity in Christ because I'm thankful. And thankfulness is a true sign of maturity. In the good, in the bad, in the ugly, in the struggle, I can find a way to be thankful for to God, for his provision, for his strength, for his presence, and all of that. I'm not, I'm not overwhelmed by the things of the world or my life because my foundation's in him, and I mature in him, and I can grow in him. And whatever it is he's doing, I don't always understand it, but his plan is better than mine. And when I'm established in him, I can then find a source of strength and peace in the midst of all that. Well, thanks for joining us this morning as we take a few minutes just to evaluate a couple verses in the book of Colossians. I really hope this is a help, and I hope you'll stick with us as we go through this and we keep evaluating all that uh, the book of Colossians has for us. I appreciate the opportunity to be part of your day. Hope it's a help. 
and hope we can encourage you in any other way we'd be willing to do that. Thanks again for joining us this morning. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.